four improvisers have chosen to don their cloaks, brandish their sabers, and speak in terrible accents for your entertainment. Pass the Doritos, grab your dice, and go on a quest with Des Moines' best comedians as they do all of those things in... Des Moines and Dragons! No, I'm good. Okay. Welcome, everyone, to Des Moines and Dragons. I'm your dungeon master, Paul Privateer, and with me, as always, are my cast and scoundrelly crew. Uh, we're going to take a brief moment to check in on everyone and see what they've been up to, introduce our guest and newest cast member. Uh, but first, I'm going to check in on the old guard, Charity Coons. What's up? How are you? Good. What I'm did, ready to rock. Yeah? Yeah. This is pretty exciting because we just finished the Jingles and Dragons live yeah, show last the live night. Show. And now it's 11 o'clock, 12 o'clock in the <laughs> morning the next day, and we're playing more D&D. Well, it's 12 in the afternoon. It's not midnight. That's, that's... <laughs> I just wanted to clear that up for everyone. I'm glad that we've established a clear and concise time frame. Mm-hmm. All right, Charity, so... <laughs> Paul's already over my shit. So... So over it, um, if your character, let's, I'm trying to think of a good, like, not quite an icebreaker, but what's a good uh, thing about your character that we can kind of get a little insight on? Um, If your character was a kind of ice cream, what kind of ice cream would Ornella Sandbridge be? Um, Ornella Sandbridge would be a star bar from... Dairy Queen, because uh, I'm a star. You really are. Thank you. Thanks, Charity. You're welcome. Tim Overton. Hello. Hey, man. How's it going? <laughs> Good. <laughs> what, uh, what have you been doing? What's the haps? What's going on? I What's stayed up till 6 in the morning playing Chrono Trigger between now <laughs> and the show last night. Have you slept at all? I think I did. <laughs> Cool. And you still got to Paul's house before I did. Yeah, I did. That's wild. <laughs> you, you nailed it today, yeah. Tim. Yeah, doing great. Killing it. Thanks, man. Thank you. And the tiny tuft of hair that is sticking out from underneath your hat is so adorable. Thank I you. Want, I want to name Braided. it and let's, take care of it as my own. Let's make a plan to name it at the first break. Uh, <laughs> Tim, if your character was a ice cream mm-hmm. what kind of what flavor of ice cream would Harbeck Thunderfist mm. Thunderfist be it'd be a peanut buster parfait mm. from Dairy Queen nut buster yeah 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 <laughs> the nut buster yeah, yeah. <laughs> cool great that gave us a real deep insight into your character and their motivation neato speedo and joining us as our second guest and soon-to-be full-time uh, cast member, depending if he's if his character dies or not, uh, <laughs> my good friend Jason Monroe. Jason. Hello. How's it going, buddy? It's going well. Uh, what have you been up to? What's been going on in your life? Uh, well, we just moved. We're sitting in our new house. It's a really nice house, by yeah, the way. Uh, Let the have, record we show. Have, we have a view of trees, which I like. Mm-hmm. Um, just a... Uh, for me, it was nursing a little bit of a headache after watching your guys' performance last night. <laughs> yeah, thanks, man. I giggled too much. <laughs> yeah. It was a really good show. I felt really good about it. Yeah. Um, it I thought all good. my actors made good choices, and the audience was really fun. Yeah. Super fun. Super yeah. into it. 
Um, I don't want to spoil too much of your character because it's definitely going to be kind of uh, right. a mystery until he comes into onto the scene. Um, but if you were to foreshadow, what kind of ice cream would your character be? <laughs> he would be... Well, first off, the flavor would be chocolate. Rich oh. chocolate. Nice. Mm. I, okay. I give the innuendo there. But, I can't pick but it up the, down. But the, uh, it would be so frozen that it would be impossible to eat. <laughs> cool. You'd have to maybe lick it for a while to soften it, but it's not. Oh, I've been there. Yeah. You might actually cut your, <laughs> cut your gums on it. Oh, this is so gross. Oh, my gosh. This is what you wanted, Paul. It hurts me. It hurts my eyes. It hurts <laughs> Uh, and then, for the record, can I just get the na- your character's name? His name is Orzok. Orzok. Zok or Zog? Zok. Nice. With As a K. Orzok likes to rock. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so into that. I'm so excited. Uh, okay, so that's... Paul, yeah. if you're DMing this was an ice cream flavor, Yeah, right. what flavor would you be... Uh, it would be. I feel Neapolitan. Birth. It would. It, <laughs> it would be. Yeah, kind just of. The, just the pink part of the Neapolitan. <laughs> Hold on. I was asked the question. Oh, sorry. sorry. Yes. yes. <laughs> I'm trying to make my mark. Neapolitan, because I'm Italian. I identify culturally as Italian, and uh, I'm one of the few people that actually really, really like that kind of ice cream. I found know. out yeah. that a lot of people don't for whatever reason. It's my Pe- dad's favorite. He People get locked up else. with choices. Yeah, they just stare at it vacantly. <laughs> what do I do? This hurts. I choose to get money. I'm stuck to this bread. <laughs> you guys like E40 choices? What's that? As he pulls a chocolate bar out <laughs> from, of From betwixt somewhere. <laughs> All right. Well, that'll take us to uh, Cliff is going to intro the game so we'll be right back with Des Moines and Dragons don't go anywhere for betrayal one must first trust for that is why we trust no one person or institution without trust there can be no betrayal scholar of the metaphysical arts Avon Brinsden the death of a prince the death of the prince The beloved heir to the Lao's throne died a gruesome and horrible death to a poison dagger. Cadre 11A, despite their best efforts, failed in their attempt to prevent the prince's assassination. Made worse was the fact that Ornella's father, Master Sambridge, seemed to have framed them for the murder. Ornella bound in chains, wearing her mother's wedding dress, alongside an unconscious harbick, were taken to a Lao's deepest, darkest dungeon in the city. There, in the black emptiness of the palace prison, they would be tried and found guilty for high treason, a crime punishable by public execution. But Cadre 11A's story does not end, hanging by an executioner's rope or beheaded by the executioner's axe. They would be saved by a formal letter written by the guild master of the Hell Scrubs. For their contribution to the eradication of the sewer coat, Guildmaster and Bard of Legion Robin wrote an official letter to the Queen demanding a sentence of permanent exile as opposed to death. Overwhelmed by grief 
and the desire for revenge, Queen Victoria chose to send Harbick and Ornella to the only place worse than death. Moore sank prison. A month-long trip across the western foothills and to the base of the Nord Peaks where all of the worst of Allow's populace is concentrated. A prison notorious for the orcs' chieftains captured by the Queen's army during the fighting in the south. It is a pit in the ground with no guards, cages, or rules. It is a vet that the evil of the world is thrown into never to be seen again. Perhaps a death by hanging would be preferable to being sent into the abyss. Only by their wits and with a bit of luck will Harbick and Ornella find freedom from hell itself. We catch up to Cadre 11A, standing alone in a freight elevator being lowered into the prison's awaiting mug. The elevator doors open and you find yourself standing inside of a, a wide pit. Uh, if you've seen the movie The Dark Knight, uh, well, not The Dark Knight, it's, uh, what is it? The third one? The third With one. Bane? Yeah, I can't believe I can't I remember the name of the movie. Dark Knight Rises? Yes. And he's in that big uh, hole in the ground, basically. This is pretty much what you have walked into. The elevator drops and you're into this open room looking up you can see the light from above but it's you know at least 10 to 15 stories up and uh surrounding you two uh at the front of the elevator are orcs and all kinds of mainly non-humans there's all kinds of different races orcs uh ogres there's uh elves goliaths there's uh, all kinds of creatures and species from war. They're uh, covered in scars and wear ragged clothes covered in soot and dirt and the door slides open and uh, all their heads just turn to look at you two in the elevator. Describe for the audience uh, having traveled the distance from Alal to this remote prison, like what what are your characters wearing? What do they look like? Um, I'm still beaten up from the fight uh, at the castle. Uh, that landed us here. Uh, I've got a black eye and a busted lip and uh, breathing pretty ragged. Uh, mm-hmm. Clothes are torn. Um, yeah, bad shape. Yeah. I should okay. also say you don't have your armor or your weapons. Uh, you'd just be like in your like standard tunic or clothes or whatever. Yeah. I'm still shirtless <laughs> from when I burned my shirt through it. <laughs> But I have green pants that are slightly fancy. Slightly fancy. <laughs> That's right. Yes. <laughs> From the the uh, Taylor the Swift. Ah, uh, yes. Taylor Swift. <laughs> that was so good. That was I... one of my better DM moments. <laughs> that was one of your better DM moments. Let yeah. him have this. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. That was so good. I love Taylor uh, thanks. Swift. Thanks. I can tell you're being for reals. And sorry. you're still wearing your mother's yeah. torn wedding dress. I'm still wearing my, yeah, but it's, you know, it's beaten and, and, and it's bloody and... We look like a really terrible prom night happened. Yeah, like apocalyptic <laughs> prom. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, one of, uh, an orcs kind of walks, slinks over to you walking 
uh, eyes open, inspecting you, looking you both over, and he s- says something. Do either of you speak goblin or orc? Do I? No. Nope. Uh, he says something in a language that you don't recognize, and the whole rest of the uh, onlookers laugh jovially. Great. I'm having such a good time in prison. This is great. It's like the first day at a new school. Yeah. I think we need to beat someone up. I definitely think that 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 can wait. That can wait, Harbeck? Do they have shirts here, you think? I don't know. I don't know. A small goblin walks out from the crowd and kind of crouch walks towards you and says, mm, Welcome, uh, new friends. <laughs> a, I'm sorry, there's a welcome wagon in prison? Oh, that is me, uh, Snodgrass. A pleasure to make your acquaintance. Is that why you're in prison? Because your name is Snodgrass? Are you, <laughs> you know, Snodgrass... <laughs> Snodgrass, you uh, you strike me as a bit of a rebel. Yeah? <laughs> yeah, you just got a, a rebel vibe to you. <laughs> Thanks, uh, but I must, uh, I must say, it's not uh, common that we get humans and dwarves in here. I'm sure Gorg would be most interested in making your acquaintance. What's a Gorg? Gorg, one of the chieftain, one of the orcs chieftains from the war. He runs several of the mines down here. He's still chief in prison. Oh, very much so. He's the biggest and the strongest. Sounds like the one we need to beat up. <laughs> Wait, you want to fight him? Listen, no, we Slam never Peace. said that. Oh God. We're not going to be staying here very long, so just forget our names. <laughs> what you? Th- how do you intend on getting out of here? Listen, fellas, speak not, bleep, 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 and then they all just start laughing. <laughs> yeah. Harbeck, have you ever been in prison? Um, I've been to prison. Okay. Well. And um, it wasn't quite like this one. This is more of a hole. It's you. Bless you. Yeah, I'll need it. What? Um. Yes. Um. What's that slam piece? Uh, snot. Um, snot grass. Okay. Um, I w- would strongly encourage you to make Gra- Gorg's acquaintance. Uh, you wouldn't want to fall in line with some of the other chieftains down here. What's wrong with them? Well, um, they would probably just eat you, but mm. Gorg is a, he's a thinker. He might have some use for you. Mm-hmm. Well, where is he? Would you like to meet him, yes. fair maiden? Lead yes. the way, Slampace. And he, he reaches up, uh, he comes up to about your knees, Ornella. He's a little shorter than your chin, Harbeck, and uh, offers his hand to you, Ornella. I grab his hand. <laughs> um, and I squeeze really hard. Right this way! Thank you. And uh, leads you away. The crowd parts ways as uh, Snotgrass leads you through. 
Snotgrass. Snotgrass, not Snodgrass. I had a teacher whose maiden name was Snodgrass. So I there guess, are Snodgrasses yeah. in here. Yeah, it's... We almost isn't had that, a state representative. Yeah, I was going to say, isn't right. that that weird fat guy that... Yeah, wore the flag t-shirts <laughs> and was on KCWI in the morning. Yes. Yeah, his name weird. was Rebel Snodgrass. Yes. Rebel? Shut Rebel. That's right, yeah. that's right. He had the campaign ad in the first 10, sec- 10 seconds, had text that said, strength tanning gun rights. <laughs> Rebel He does his strengths to the tenth yes. power every time. Yeah. So he leads you through this crowd of uh, orcs and goliaths and ogres and fellow goblins. I make eye contact with all of them as we pass. I keep my head down. It's very much like a scene from any, like, Shawshank Redemption, any of those prison movies where uh, everyone's looking at you with the eyes of, ooh, fresh meat. Uh you walk so this big open area basically makes a, a circle around this large pit in the middle, and on the perimeter of the circle are different holes uh, or cave caverns, and uh, they're semi grouped together in in pairs or trios. And the largest grouping of these caverns has uh, several orcs with mining equipment and uh, look to be a little more well-dressed than the others. They actually have leather armor on, uh, and they hold big pickaxes that have been sharpened to look more like weapons than tools. And Snotgrass leads you to them, and uh, he looks at the two guards standing there and says, Frish, uh, no, newbies want to meet the big guy, so... uh..." And the two orcs give a look to each other, and step to the side, and uh, Snotgrass giggles, <laughs> This way! <laughs> Leads you into this uh, winding tunnel, and uh, you can see on the floor, actually, there are uh, rails, and uh, there are mine cars that are full of material that are sitting or moving. Uh, there's people that are dumping uh, ore and rock into various carts, you follow this track that winds down this hallway, and eventually you get to a, a large open area that has four uh, passageways in it. Uh, you make a sharp right and head down another passageway that's lit by torchlight and come into a large chamber with several huts. And in the center of this chamber is the, one of the few structures that has made up of wood, like a longhouse is the style of building. So uh, tall, it's got uh, clearly uh, tribal and orcish uh, festiments to it. Uh, It's got maybe a couple orc head, crudely carved orc heads on it, uh, sharp spikes sticking out of it. It's very foreboding. And Snotgrass gets up to the door, and he says, Well, go on. You're not coming with? Oh, no. If he sees me, he might eat me. So I think it would be best if I stayed outside. We'll just go meet the person who eats people, then. Great. We go We go in. Uh, the door opens, and... Uh, <clears throat> door opens, and you're entered into... Uh, if you want to combine, like, 
Dothraki and orcs from Mordor and uh, cannibalism into one kind of motif. That is very much the what you see in here. Scary. Uh, there's a throne made out of uh, rock and ore and uh, skins of various prisoners <laughs> and a enormous orcs that stands uh, ten and a half feet tall sitting. He's huge, jacked, ripped, huge pecs, big ol' arms. Um, <laughs> How tall? Uh, he's he's ten feet tall sitting. Ten feet tall sitting. Yeah. Oh, oh okay. And... Uh, He's he's huge. He's so he's so huge. Um, sorry, I went and to a weird place. And that's our first break, so so Paul can clean up. <laughs> uh, he's drinking from a mug the size of your head, Ornella, and he says, "Oh, hello, 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 hello! Welcome to Gorg's House of Pleasure." We found it. <laughs> I heard that we were expecting the great assassins of the prince, and boy, am I surprised to see ones so small, such as yourselves. Well, uh, we are small but mighty, nice. right, Harbeck? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> if you consider it, a person of your size would not get into a castle of a law so easily. I must say, I'm quite impressed that you were able to kill the princeling so efficiently. Yeah, very efficient. It was an efficient mission. Yep, in and out. Short and sweet. It would do well with my position amongst the other chieftains to have you in my employ. Well, that sounds good. What does that mean? You work for me now. Doing? Digging. Do you need any um, political killing or any other assassination type needs? We're not really the uh, digging, digging type. type. Yeah. <coughs> Sorry, those positions are all full, but digging—I've got spots for diggers. Well, uh, we are new here, and I think that we have a lot of other chieftains to uh, to speak to. I think we're going to shop around. <laughs> He just starts laughing. <laughs> no, this is not an offer. This is, this is an order, my sweet little lady. Gorg, how does this work? Do you work here? Are you employed by the prison? Or are you just big fish in a hole? Uh, I'm the biggest fish in this hole. I see. You don't have any stiff competition down here. None that would be dumb enough to challenge my position. Hmm. There are smaller chieftains in Morsank, but none that could match me. Not one, no. I've got the biggest, the best, the sharpest tools, the best ore veins. God, it all sounds so sexual. <laughs> I'm the richest orcs down here. Let's go to work for now. 
Okay, but I'm going to complain the whole time. Battle brother! And he points to an orc that's standing off to the side, intimidating, looking, arms crossed. Uh, Fetch them tools and clothes. Ah, yes, thank you, great provider. See them to, uh, show them where they will be staying. Now, out of my sight, little ones. Bye-bye. So the, uh, uh, lieutenant, <coughs> call him the lieutenant, uh, yeah. escorts you out and points to a hut that's on the farthest perimeter from the longhouse, uh, near the entrance to this cap, this chamber, and she says, that's where you be staying. There's room for you two in there. Here. Right. And he uh, walks over to a, like, rack of clothes and various tools, just reaches up and grabs some stuff, not even really checking, and tosses a pile of clothes at you, tosses a pile of clothes at you, Ornella, and uh, grabs two pickaxes and uh, puts them, tosses them to the ground at your feet. Now go find hole and go dig. Thank you so much. Thank you. He turns around and walks back into the longhouse. All right. We're not in a bad position here. No, we're not. We're close we have, to the entrance. We have a base. We have clothes. And most importantly, we now have weapons. It's true. Gorg is awfully big. Yeah. But as I understand it, there are other chieftains in this hole. Mm-hmm. Perhaps we can organize a rebellion. Perhaps. We would have to convince the other four to turn against the one. But I'm sure they would have many reasons to do so. I'm sure. I, I think that we should try to get on Gorg's good side. Work hard for a couple of days. Kind of fly under the radar. Very good. And while we're doing that, we'll slowly be building up his, his enemies. Yes. Clocking information about him. Exactly. And we already have someone who can help us with that. Yes. I want to look for Snotgrass. Um, he's sitting over by a small fire. Um, he's got a rat on a stick. And he's just, like, not cooking. He literally just skewered this rat and is now just holding it over Fernal. the fire. The fur is burning. It's just like this small fire of rat. I say, you snotgrass. Oh! <laughs> he uh, takes the rat off the spit and bites into it like an apple and begins walking over to you with this smoldering black carbonized carcass in his arms, in his hand. Oh, My dear friend snotgrass. Yes? If you could escape this hole, would you do what it would take to do so? Oh, sure, this place sucks. That's what I wanted to hear. We're going to be getting out of here in a couple of days. <laughs> what? No. How? Leave that part to us. Don't ask questions. We'll need some help from you, though. Um, does, does Gorg know about this? Uh, sure. Yeah. He's the one who suggested it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> um, it's not grass. Uh... Would you happen to know where the other chieftains reside? Well, we head out the way we came into the main antechamber, and there are several groupings of other uh, tunnels that uh, would be uh, where the other chieftains uh, uh, reside. And of these chieftains, who would you say hates Gorg the most? Mm, 
probably Borg. Hmm. I like him already. Borg and Gorg? And Norg and Torg. Mm. Excellent. Anything we should know about Borg, Norg, or Torg? And Lorg. And Lorg. They served, they served under Gorg in uh, battles against the uh, humans to the south. Uh, their armies were routed, uh, most of them destroyed. The chieftains were taken prisoner at great expense by uh, the queen's forces. Uh, they were used as trophies, propaganda tools. But once their use was exhausted, they were sent up here to work in this mine. An awful fate for a proud warrior. They're not so great. They're kind of just as bad, just smaller. Right. Smaller. We can work with smaller. We can work with smaller. I'm small. Yes, you are, yes. Snotgrass. Yes, you are. Uh, Snotgrass, if um, if I were hungry, where might I find some food? Food, <laughs> food just... that's not a rat. Food that's not a rat. Um... Well, Gorg, uh, Gorg's cook makes slop at night in between shifts. Working on the night slop. <laughs> Working on the night slop. <laughs> Who's that? That's uh, Bob Seger's. Bob Seger. Bob Seger's night slop. Working on the night slop. <laughs> Baby, tonight. <laughs> <laughs> That, you were doing a different melody there. That was <laughs> gonna, no, 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 I don't know. Hot stuff. Yeah, hot, hot stuff. <laughs> Is that slop, hot slop? <laughs> Look at those peeps. Yeah. Yep. Oh, the hot slop got the hot, peeking. The hot slop got it. We got peeking. Something uh, haven't begun to peek. I'm peeking right now. I'm going to peek all over this place. So where where does the party go? So, um... I don't think we can both just disappear. I think we can. Oh, well, all right. I mean, really, what were the instructions? Go find a hole? Well, I found it. All right, you're right. We, we, should, we should change and, and look like one of them. Yes. Good idea. So we go change. Okay. Sploof. You and have how do changed. We, how do we look? What do we wear? Sploof. Um, you're wearing basically uh, canvas with leather patches, uh, coveralls, work coveralls. Um, they've got elbow, uh, elbow and knee, like, leather reinforcements on them so that... And they're pretty dirty. You can see there's holes in them. There's blood stains on them. Um, Harbeck and I walk out of this hut... And Harbeck's outfit's a little too tight, and my outfit's just a little too big. And we look at each other and go back in and swap and come back out. <coughs> Nod. That's better. Perfect. Uh, so we, uh, we take our pickaxes and uh, take Snotgrass with us, and uh, we want to head to Borg. Okay. So the... the uh, Chieftains are Borg, Norg, Torg, and Lorg. Um, and you go to see Borg? Yes. yes. <clears throat> so you uh, are walking out towards the exit of Gorg's mine. 
and a Goliath is standing in the middle of the... He's leaned up against some rocks. As you guys are walking down the cavern, uh, he uh, hears you first, turns, looks at you, and walks, uh, takes a couple steps away from the wall, turns, standing in front of you, eight and a half feet tall, thick corded muscle, thick, sharp jawline, chiseled pecs. Paul, settle down. <laughs> and uh, uh, he's he's got his uh, his mining implements. Uh, he's got a two-handed pickaxe with a sharpened axe head on one side. Um, he says, uh, Hey, you the new fish here? That's right. What's it to you? Well, there's a tax on coming through this hole, and you didn't pay it the first time you went through. Do you take Goblin? Oh, no, no. And Snotgrass immediately goes, Wait! Wait! I'm just kidding, little one. No, we, we're we taking you. Hmm. And you, looking to Harbeck and then Ornella. Boys! And he whistles, and uh, from the... Uh, these are not, like, well-made tunnels, so they make all kinds of crevices mm-hmm. and uh, places to hide. Uh, two other uh, Goliaths step out from the shadows, making a triangle of him standing in front of you and then the two two come out from the shadows behind you. Looks like you're outnumbered. Well, it would look that way. Yep. I think we should just go with them. I don't think they want to take us anywhere nice. Who do you work for? It's none of your concern. Get them, boys! And uh, roll initiative for me. I take my dad's out. I got my dad's out. I got my dad's out. Oh, dice out. Oh, I rolled a two. Ooh. Twelve. Just a small town. Oh, but my initiative is negative one, so I rolled a one. You didn't improve your uh, ability to zero. I said it. She was able to actually improve two stats oh. by. Oh, nice. Oh, these yeah, these should all be zero. Change now. your modifiers. Yep. Oh. <clears throat> these oh. should all be zero now because your dex mod is now zero. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. But my initiative is negative one. That's your dex modifier. Yeah, it's based oh. off your dex mod. Oh. Sorry. That's okay. We got to level four. So did these change then? No. Or no. Did these these don't change. No. no. What was the other fucking one? Does this change? Uh, but you already you already made it right. No, it was like that before. Oh, that's because it's taking your proficiency bonus into account. So this should be plus six. Whoa. Dope. I can write it. I can yeah. write it. Sorry, I, can, I know you can write. Can, I believe we'll in fix this in post. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so now I'm at a two. Perfect. Or I'm at what the fuck? That's wrong. I'm straight lying to you. Now I'm at. Yes, I rolled Zero. a two. No, I'm right. Yeah. Jesus Christ. I don't know what's happening. You'll get there. <sighs> it's okay, I believe. I'm still I believe. Have faith. Thank you. This uh, star blast. I'm getting banged. Bang. Star oh, blast. My, that I'm was getting, nice. I'm getting banged. <laughs> Bang, please sponsor us. Please. Uh, why? <laughs> why does this always happen? Oh, if, if you don't like getting banged, I'm just getting star blasted. 
Uh, Ornella, what's I'd your initiative? To that band. Uh, I haven't done that two. since high school. Two. Harbeck, what's your initiative? Twelve. Twelve. Okay. So, Goliath one, Goliath two, Harbeck, Goliath three, and then Ornella is the turn order. Okay. Uh, Goliath two is going to charge at you, Ornella. Five plus. I need to make second. So nine uh, unarmored should be uh, AC is ten. Okay, unarmored AC is ten. Cool. Uh, and he rolls a nine, so he misses you. So he, he takes an overhanded swing at you, Ornella, with this uh, mining implement, and you dodge out of the way, and it misses. And what's the damage on these pickaxes? D6. Dope. Uh, one-handed is D6, two-handed is D8. Okay. I'm going to make a note of that. D6, one hand. D8, two-hand. Neato Speedo, Goliath One's turn is going to, seeing that his friend Miss is going to try to also hit you, Ornella. Oh man, he critically fails. Nice. Uh, Ornella, I'll give you a free reaction on this guy. Cool. Or, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I see him coming at me, and uh, there just happens to be a. Rogue banana peel <laughs> on the floor, and he just slips, and I just skirt right out of the way, and he falls flat on his face. Okay, so he is prone from some garbage that was left on the floor. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yep. Um, so, yes, yeah, so he is prone, and uh, anyone that attacks someone that's knocked prone gets to roll advantage to hit cool. on him. Next would be. Harbeck, your turn. I want to two-hand the guy that fell in the dome. Nice. Uh, uh, Roll with advantage. That's one. And I'll take the first one. So it was 16. Yep, so that's a hit. They're uh, just in leather armor, so it's uh, 11 plus dex mod, so you hit. Cool. And the D8. D8, D8. D8 is great. Seven. Seven damage. Nice. Okay, great. Next is the Goliath the third. Seeing you hit his friend, he's going to come after you, Harbeck. Fair enough. And he rolls a 16, which is a hit. Um, he's going to two-hand you. He's going to two-hand Luke. <laughs> Oh, and he does eight. Uh oh. Plus damage bonus is two, so he does ten damage to Harbeck. Oh. I am bloodied. Yeah, so you take a pretty. Uh, maybe he, he doesn't cut you with it, but it actually hits you with the blunt end, and yeah. just we see like this X-ray vision of yeah. uh, your ribs cracking. Yeah, yeah. Um, Ornella, your turn. I want to hit the guy who's prone. Okay. Yeah. So I roll with advantage, yes? Yep. Okay. Uh, 
I'll take the first one, which was an 18. Okay, that's a hit. Cool. Uh, so I hit him. I'm going to two-hand him. So I Roll that D8. D8. What's a D8 look like? Took one of these. One of these? Okay. Eight damage. Nice. Nice. Nice damage. Fuck yeah. So he is on death's door. Alright. Yeah, so he's on the ground and he's trying to roll out of the way and just keeps getting these (laughs) pickaxes come through his b-hole. Can I use a free action? Uh, yes. Okay. At this point I go, your friend's almost dead, give up. No. Uh, the Goliath that was talking is like, no, don't listen to him. We've been paid good money. We have the numbers. Get them. Kill them. And I'll make a morale check on them. <laughs> they crit. They crit on their morale. So <laughs> oh, their no. resolve is steeled. Ready to go. And I should not have said something. <laughs> <laughs> it is now Goliath 2's turn. Uh, he uh, was the one that initially attacked and missed Ornella. Didn't crit fail, but just missed. Mm-hmm. Uh, used the momentum to swing around horizontal strike at Ornella. He rolls a 15, which is a hit. Um, he's just rolling one-handed, so it's D6 damage. God! Ooh, max. Uh, eight damage, Ornella. Okay, now, here's a dumb question. Mm-hmm. What number do I minus that? Roll? Oh, I forgot to right. add health. Shit. Do we add a hit die? My, is it for my hit points or for my armor class? Hit points. Okay, so I take that minus what? Eight? Yep. We'll update uh, your hit points at the... The end after this, I'm, uh, bef- after break, okay. I'm supposed to add a hit die when we level, right? Yep, yep, yeah. I fucked that up. We'll get you guys, uh, you should add another hit dice of health, but we'll we'll do that. We'll yeah, okay, cool. If we live, if we live, yeah, well, you know, okay. So, <clears throat> there's been a guy kind of leaned up against the wall. Oh, snap, watching this fight. Um, Really not noticeable, but just kind of standing there. Mm-hmm. And from his perspective, sizing it up. And then he sees the dwarf take a palpable hit, and then the the female takes a hit. And they're looking like they might actually be in trouble. So there's a bellowing kind of like, <laughs> from the corner of the hall, and this dude just jumps in with uh, yeah. It's a two-handed axe, but it looks like what happened is it's been carved out of the stone from the side of the wall that was shoved down on a pole and just tied on. (laughs) And the guy that just hit the female basically just right, not even pretty, just like right into the side. Roll advantage to hit on that guy. Uh, Yeah, hit on that guy. 2d20. Take the higher. There we go. Where's my other d20? Thank you, sir. You're welcome. Uh, 18. Nice, okay, it's a hit. so we do a hit. Uh, D12, and then I would imagine, so I need to be D12 refreshed. D12 is plus strength. Plus strength, yep. okay. And where is the 12? There it is. Okay, so 14. <laughs> oh, wait. I'm raged, so I have a mechanic. Which is... Uh, I always get advantage on strength checks. I do gain bonus to damage. Oh, cool. um, what is the bonus to damage? The bonus should be a plus two to your uh, raw number, so your strength goes from 18 to 20, which changes your mod from four to five. Okay, so, you just so get add extra... one to that. Okay, cool. So, so that 15, would be 15 damage? damage. Jesus. That's awesome. Okay, so how do you kill this guy? <laughs> well, um, <clears throat> so after this yell, it really fast moving, comes in and just 
just like takes it and it's like stuck and it wedges right up into his rib cage and you hear the bone scrape across the, the stone and he just kind of goes <clears throat> and rips it out and he looks at the other one. He's, they belong to, they belong to Gorg. The the two that were fighting uh, see their friend just get uh, huh. nearly cut in half and their uh, mining implements shake in their hands. Let's see. They'll take a minus four penalty to morale. Oh wow! Oh yeah. They 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 ba- they start backing up, and uh, the two back into the uh, chamber from where they came away, uh, facing you three with their weapons up, but back slowly away. As as they're backing away, I walk over to the one that's been slayed. And I just take the axe underneath his head and just go lop it off and go, take your trash. <laughs> uh, uh, um, they reach over and pick up the head and cradle it and continue to back up and walk away. That was something. Ignoring what they're saying, I walk over to the dead body and start looking through his stuff. Um, he's just got some crappy... Anything like food or whatever. I just He's got like maybe three or four, we'll just call them uh, ore. Uh, the currency in here Cigarettes. are small shards of ore. Um, <laughs> so, and they're, like, they're all different shapes. Um, they're generally like about the size of a 50 cent piece, but they can be like triangular or they're literally what people have been able to... Uh, smuggle onto their person uh, while they work is how they get paid, basically. So he has a few shards of ore on him and uh, a shiv. Pick it up. Put it, tuck it into a boot. (laughs) Into a belt. Yeah, into a belt. (laughs) So many pockets. (laughs) Ah, excuse me. Uh, Thank you very much for your help. Uh, how, um, what's your name? No, the real question is, what do you want? Why did you save us? You belong to Gorg. And, uh, who might you belong to? No one. I work for Gorg. Ah. And in what capacity do you work for him? I kill. See, this is the job I wanted, so you're the one I need to talk to. You're awfully good at it. This is true. (laughs) So what do we owe you? Let's walk. All right. Where do we go? Do you head back into... So you're More the common area. Okay. So um, I have a map, and I'll link it in the SoundCloud description online, but uh, there's this main antechamber here that has... uh, we'll say eight to ten different uh, mining cart tracks that all converge into a single track that would exit, that follows this exit tunnel that leads to the main area that is sort of neutral ground. Um, These tracks, the common area in Gorg's place are where all of these tracks start and splinter off into the various uh, mining uh, caves. He can't follow. He talks. Too much. You shouldn't be trusting him. I'm pointing at Snotgrass. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's he's at this point like like peers out from behind a rock. And that's 
rude, Orzok. I am very trustworthy. Uh, if, I, if someone's got rats, they can buy you. <laughs> well, then, <laughs> consider me interested. <laughs> I don't think he was offering, friend. What? Oh. I walk over to Snotgrass, and I get down on his level, and I put my little paws right on his face. <laughs> Dear boy, uh, would you mind uh, going back to going back to the the common area and and getting us a spot in line for some of that slop? Um, for you, anything. Thank he, you. He turns on one, it turns on his boot heel and uh, walks uh, chest out, tall uh, <laughs> towards the common area to get in line for night slops. I still got it. <laughs> well done. Sometimes it's hard to remember that you can get more done by asking. Well, and certain aspects of her personality don't hurt. I'm going to pretend you didn't say that. We are in a prison. (laughs) Thanks again for your help. Uh, We really couldn't have done it without you. Well, let's not say things... decently well, but you were outnumbered and you were undergeared. Yes, and I'd like for that to not happen again. It's hard to come by. Here. I hand each one of them one shard apiece. Yep. Thank you so much. These equal buying stuff around here. All right. But it ain't going to get you much. And uh, I imagine we get more by mining. Well, what Gorgs asked you to do won't get you anything. Hmm. But perhaps there's other opportunities. Like what? Let's walk a bit. All right. So we'll just kind of start strolling the outskirts. Doing laps. Anybody that runs up, I literally just stiff arm them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> so kind of not retconning, but what you're seeing is a person shy of seven feet, long kind of stringy black hair, scars, not a lot, but not full orc. The forehead is not orcs. The forehead is not is sloped and, and defined, but not as bad. Mm-hmm. The ears are a little smaller. The face is more shaped like a regular human. Um, but do you have the tusks? Yeah, coming out of the mouth. There's a beard. Mm-hmm. Um, just wearing a loincloth. Yeah, that's it. Sweet. <laughs> Barbarian. Um, depending on what, well, whatever you do with it, but known around here, mm-hmm. for sure. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> oh, for sure. Orzok is, I mean, you say that if people come up to you, you fling them away. People do not come up to you. You, <laughs> you like, in fact, you would all notice that as compared to when you first arrived and everyone was looking at you with, quote, hungry eyes... People are actually, or, yeah, prisoners are actively looking away from you and like trying to avoid looking at Orzok. Cool. So, you found yourself in a bit of a pickle. You could say that. There's not much you know around here, and there's not much that Gorg's gonna let you know. I told you Gorg was not a good idea. Gorg is the idea, but it's a bad one. And there's only bad ideas down here. What about the other ones? Norg, Borg, Torg, whatever? Lorg. They don't even have 
the infrastructure to mount any kind of thing. However, they're stupid. This is what I was hoping for. I think we would all like to get out of here. I've been here for four slagging years. And I'm getting out. You guys are the closest thing that we're going to have to an opportunity for Mm -hmm. that. Everybody around here, Gorg actually wants to be here. He was a chieftain. His lands were taken. He's been decimated. But here he's a king and a god. For now. I think that his people would prefer to be free. And if we can get them to see that and give them something to rally under, then perhaps we could at least provide enough of a distraction we could possibly leave. Do you know of any possible way of uh, scaling this thing besides the elevator? There's no way to scale it. However, this is the things you won't find out when you're asking around. Mm -hmm. No one's going to give you information. You're a trophy. You're a target. Mm -hmm. What you need to know is there's a very large opening where all the minecarts go out. Mm -hmm. You can walk right out. But when you do, you turn to ash. There's a field. There's a death field. I don't know what it is, but it kills everything that goes through it that's living. Is it magic? Yeah. My guess is that it is. Hmm. How do you know this? Everyone knows it. They just won't tell you. There's one person that knows it more than any, though. Who is that? Before we get to that... I need some assurances. All right. What do you have? We each have one piece of currency. You are more valuable than any of that ore. There's someone here that would like to meet you, I can guarantee it. And he ain't gonna eat you. But before I introduce him to you, I need to know that you will take me out of this place. I'll fight. But if any of you try to leave me behind, so help me God, I will crush you. You have our word as members of the Guild of Alal. I killed people in your guild. And I'm sure we've killed some of yours. I don't have a home. That's a different story. Let's go, uh, let's go find this mate. Lead the way. And I think that takes us into our first break. Uh, don't go anywhere. We'll be right back with more Des Moines and Dragons in prison. Thanks, Charity. Uh. 